Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How you doing? Good morning. You're listening to The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. It's Elmarie Moe and Connor Tallon with you until 10 uh, sitting here looking over Cork, absolutely beaming listening to those uh, absolutely incredible totals of money raised over Radiothon for the last three days. Uh, what can you say only Cork people are just pure sound and rise to every single occasion and pull together and I can even see, like God almighty, Teresa uh, I'm not going to give your full name here on air now, Teresa, but Teresa's just after texting a donation there as well now and uh, I'm going to make a, a personal note to make sure that goes through, Teresa so, like, honest to God, people are just incredible. Right then for the next couple of hours, it's the arts, the arts, the arts. We've got so much to talk to you about on the show today. We'll yeah. be uh, having a chat with John Adams about the brilliant music gig that's on in Watergrass Hill practically all afternoon today, you know, Mahoney's of Watergrass Hill, celebrating all the art catchers and artists who've been uh, exhibiting there for the last month or so. We have a brilliant Cork actress and author who's just back from New York where a play she had written and was in uh, was staged and, and had a fantastic reading in New York at the start of this week we'll be chatting about opera with Magella Colla <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those operas you know like when you can kind of get very if, if you're not into opera you can kind of have an idea that oh god opera is a wee bit like elitist or not. I, I hate that word I hate that word but um, stuffy and like this opera is one of those ones where I love you, you love me, um, but will you be faithful? And oops, no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's one of those. Magella's all the details later on. Um, Connor. Okay, now you've been to New York. I, in the meantime, went over to to France, to Brittany, to have a chat with one of three artists who've left from Carrigaline to go over. So it was Anne-Marie McInerney and... I had a chat about who brought the art to France. And then, who else was I talking to during the week? Oh yeah, Callum Maxwell down in Dublin on his way to Cork, to the Cork Arts Theatre with a show that he wrote and stars in called Oh Brother. And then, what else did Cork I... Community oh, Art Cork Link. Community Art Link. Yes. A big, huge shout out as well for volunteers. So I had a chat with them as well about what's coming to Cork for the Midsummer Festival Parade. We caught up with some of the participants in the Fastnet Film Festival as well yesterday and we've all been enjoying the sun, haven't we? So kind of in that vein, because I want to kind of just enjoy the beautiful, beautiful sunshine and still feel like we are on holidays and yes, we had a great time. Thanks, Mairead. <laughs> Thank you. We're still in the sun. 
casa en el cielo Un jardín en el mar Una londra en tu pecho Volver a empezar Un deseo de estrellas Un latir de gorrión Una isla en tu cama Puesta de sol, tiempo y silencio, gritos y cantos, cielos y besos, voz y quebranto. Nacer en tu risa, creceré en tu llanto, vivir en tu espalda. En tus brazos, tiempo es silencio, gritos y cantos, cielos y besos, voz y quebranto. from an album called Salvage Vigente that's actually an album we have longer than uh-huh. we're married uh-huh. which is gas it's uh, one of our favourite albums we come back to that time and time and time again uh, hello to those of you who are texting in already hi to Michael and Barry Rowe thanks a million for the welcome back great to see uh, a text from you Deirdre you've sent me so much about a theatrical performance taking place in the Sheepshead Peninsula going to come back to that as well and as for the rest of you who are texting in all your texts about the milk tray man are driving me nuts I want chocolate now never mind the coffee but anyway uh, we've been kind of listening to uh, Portuguese there now but instead of Portuguese we're going to go to France that's right we and uh, Linda Taylor Francis Murphy and Marie McInerney headed off to Guidel in France to join in an arts exhibition. So I caught up with Marie McInerney, literally, while they were out having crepes and outside, she came outside and we had a chat over the phone while she was just there. 
Who's going to bring the art to France? <laughs> <laughs> yes, who's bringing the horse <laughs> to France? So the, the three of you got the boat and went over on the ferry and you're in Guidel. Where is Guidel? Yes, Guidel is in, it's in Brittany. I should yeah. be have more precise than that, but I'm afraid it's not. It's not very far from Lorient. This is part of the twinning arrangement. Guidel and Carigline are twinned for the past 37 years. Yeah. And they've been coming over and back. So it was thrown out to all of us and we whittled down to three of us. <laughs> Okay. We stuck it out and decided to bring the horse to France. Okay. <laughs> or the art to France. What kind of a reception are you getting over there? Already I hear you've been treated to crepes. <laughs> uh, yes, Connor. it has been, honestly, if I could send photos to the radio, it was just incredible. Oh, great. It's my first year here. Most of us have chosen to stay with host families. Yep. My my host family are Eve and Micheline, and honestly, they're treating me like a daughter and my husband. They're so good <laughs> to us. So... Every night, if we don't have an official meal in the evening, tomorrow the mayor is hosting all of us for an official meal. Every other night then, last night there was 14 of us met, a mixture of the Irish visitors and French families met for dinner and our house has hosted dinner for eight or nine people and we've been in other people's homes. So we've been just treated like royalty, to be honest. (laughs) How long have you got left over there? Uh, We were only, we're leaving on Friday evening. So today is our last day of the exhibition. Um, It's been worth it just to meet the people. The people have been amazing. You know, they say the French aren't friendly. Well, it's it's so untrue. That's so untrue. Big French. So it's been super. That's what I could tell just listening to your Facebook post there. You were talking away. En Francais. Ah, oui, just, you saw that. <laughs> yeah. The local community themselves, what kind of arts groups are there there? Yes, there's, there's super here. A lot of the people we've met are retirees. They keep giving out about their government raising the retirement age, but when they retire, they uh-huh. get involved in so many things. So they're all involved in associations and art associations, mm. arts and crafts and yeah. things like that. So there seems to be quite a community of artists here. Only about 20 minutes down the road, there's a village, Pont du Vent, it's called, and mm. it's there must be 50 art galleries they brought us there and it's just all art is famous for their art so it's a big thing here I think in this region art, crafts that sort of thing so yeah very talented bunch Uh, the lady I'm staying with can make something out of absolutely nothing (laughs) she's made me a hedgehog out of an old novel (laughs) I'm going to post it when I go home it is the most it's like an old file of facts (laughs) and it's incredible so yeah very artistic What skills and crafts have you brought over with you as well I mean you're obviously a fine artist Linda Taylor and Frances Murphy are with you as well. Yes, they are. Linda Taylor makes amazing art out of layers of paper Mm. and there's little holes burned in it, obviously not with fire, but (laughs) holes kind of burned into it and it's built up in layers. And to be honest, it almost looks like ceramics. Yes. And they're really beautiful. Frances Murphy makes candles. She gets wax shipped in. She said it's very hard to get wax in Ireland, believe it or not, without having bits of bees in it. So she ships uh, clean wax in from Germany and she makes the most beautiful little hives, candles made out of hives and beautiful scented candles. So she's brought a lovely display over with that. So that's what the three of us has done. And then some local artists hung their art as well. Great. So they're there for viewing. A lot of them aren't for sale. Okay. Our work is for sale. So we're there for hours a day. But my husband will sit there. You know, we do, we take turns and yeah, we yeah, take yeah. breaks and that. Okay. It's been wonderful. Ben Dalton came over yesterday. He's chair of Carrigaline Municipal District. And then there's Nicola Radley and a Carl Conway who've come over. They're county council executives. Great. So I think they've come to accompany him and they came along to the art exhibition yesterday. And then we had an official opening and tonight then they've had a tour around town and been brought to you know the blue and white stripe t-shirts that the french are famous for oh. they went to the factory where they're being made uh, <laughs> as a visit to 
next morning. Okay. And then an official dinner by the mayor tonight. Excellent. So yeah, it's been really super. Let me not gatecrash your party at the moment. You've got crepes to finish, many other things to make, friends to make and people to uh, meet. As the word gets out that you are there and it's your last day. Yes. We look forward to them exactly. coming over next year as well. So. Mary? Yes, and the year after when we come back, yeah. they'll know about us. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So that's super, Connor. Thanks okay. so much. Lovely okay. talking to you. A bientôt. All right. A bientôt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. One, two, one, two. Just having a wee little taste of France after that chat Connor had with Marie McInerney. And what a great, great bunch they are. And a brilliant uh, inter-town and inter-city and inter-country exchange movement going on there. So congratulations to everyone involved in that uh, exchange with Carrigaline. And I know that we'll be very interested to hear about the return leg. Now, speaking of festivals and joy and all that sort of stuff, we called down to the Fastnet Film Festival yesterday. Had an absolute ball chatting to so many people. We caught up with some of our uh, Cork filmmakers. So I turned on the microphone in a really busy room to catch a few of them before we headed out. I'm so over the moon to be here and to be bumping into Judy O'Donovan, Ruth Hayes, Sarah and Christine Terry. It's just been brilliant seeing you all here. And we've just had a great hour in the company of the Hubbards for Hubbard Casting. Judy, I mean, like all of you have done so much casting. And could you relate to what they were talking about? Audition rooms and Do you know tapes? what I loved about that whole discussion was how much they emphasised how much they want to look after and care about the actors and nurture the actors. I mean, to hear that as an actor 
is so reassuring, you know, because it, it, you know, the business isn't easy, and and when the casting directors do feel it's their job to look after you and, and mind you and put you in the right place that you will succeed, that's so important, you know, and it's lovely to hear. We could have stayed here for another hour with all those stories. Ruth, you were at something in action film making or something like that earlier on this afternoon. What was that all about? Oh yeah, because I'm obviously the next action hero. That's that's you know, that, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I just decided I'll go to it and, and see what it was about. Um, yeah, it was just about editing and performing um, in an action movie, and um, they did some combat with lightsabers and everything, which was fantastic. It was great fun. Um, it's a lovely side of acting that I never really thought about before. Only in my dreams, really, or in my sitting room when I'm watching Star Wars and things like that. But to kind of see it being more practical and and seeing the technique behind it, it was really interesting. I loved it absolutely. Sounded gas when I was really reading it in the program, but I'm delighted to actually meet one of the, the gang who's done it. Sarah, I mean, like you are still in school, obviously still at the very early fledgling stage of what is a brilliant acting career from Fesh Matthew to, you know, stage work, loads of drama productions and film. So when I come to a, a festival like this, obviously, it's hugely important, isn't it? Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like Fastlane is one of my favourite film festivals to come to. It's just the atmosphere here is so lovely, just meeting people... You meet so many people that you look up to and you see and you look at yourself and I'm so young and I want to be like you or I've admired your work because I'm so young with little experience. It's so great to come here and learn from people like older than me. I think that's really nice. Um, and just the atmosphere here is so amazing. So, yeah. It is. And like last night, one of the films you were in, Not My Sister, was screened, like written and directed by Jessalyn, who's also around somewhere, I assume. I didn't see her anyway. Um, so like, you know, are you tired at this stage or is like used to at this stage going around to festivals and seeing yourself up there honestly like this is kind of the last run of Not My Sister being in a film festival so it was quite a bittersweet moment to kind of see it on the screen because I know I wouldn't probably see it again um, but I think honestly just like focusing on my journey like when I filmed the film I was 14 I had braces I was so small I, like you know so like looking at that, at that now it's so, it's so lovely to like see myself at that age and it just reminds me of like how far I've come Congratulations on it. And I know it's the final kind of official round of film festivals, but it's never the end for film. Once film is captured, it's there all the time. Like, Christine, what does coming to film festivals do for you? Oh, my God. Uh, you know, coming here and just the chance to... I, I call it nerd camp, right? Because you're so with your people. You arrive. You could just be sitting down at any table and next thing you'll start to have a conversation with somebody who's a producer or maybe a director, writer, and suddenly you're talking about films and honestly I, I always say to my husband it's like nerd, it's like nerd camp for me because we're talking like you can't have these conversations not everybody gets you know our passion about film and filmmaking or even today you know listening to the Hubbard's casting there's so many different avenues to, to, to this art um, and it's just so lovely to be able to sit down and chat with different people but it's it's kind of I, I call it, like this is like our can you know what I mean it really feels like that except that I was talking to people today that actually were in Cannes two weeks ago and they were saying but this is so much better because everybody's here uh, because you know there are Irish oil and 
everybody's just so open. We just met a ton of actors earlier. And like that, just to be able to walk up and say, I saw you, I met, I met an, an amazing writer there earlier. She wrote The Dry, that new recent series. Incredible writing. So it's just such an exciting time to be here and meet these people and, and just, and, and honestly give them feedback as well because that's important for them, you know, to hear what their work is doing and how it's having an impact and what their work is and, and starting conversations and it's just it, it, it does feel like a village actually it is literally a village of film you know and, and you could be walking down the, the street the main street and t- chat stop and chat to anybody yeah. and it's all collaborative it's so lovely that everybody wants to help everybody else you know it's there's such positivity here it's, it's, it's and the weather is unreal yeah. and it's yeah. all overlooking yeah. the boats and the sea so can who needs can We've got West Cork! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much. Thanks so much. And enjoy the rest of the festival. Well, it was just incredible. The sun eventually was beating down on Skull. Everyone was sitting, overlooking the water and overlooking the boats. And the entire village is just full of directors, producers, actors, crew, writers and people who are generally there. And of course, today is the final day of the festival. Aidan Quinn has a big uh, and sort of a, a talk with and the big interview, which is on this afternoon in the hotel in Skull. But there's a whole thing I'd really love to have been there for today, collaborating with the composer and talking about comp- Position and soundtrack in film. It's really, really, really amazing. Uh, so congratulations to all of the rest of them involved in the last day of the Fast Night. It's on today. Quartz 96 FM and C103. The Arts House. Drive 
to shine on everything weather just puts me in the mood for you know getting to the sea whenever we can and uh, playing all throughout the holiday music if there's anything you'd like me to play well then all you can do is text or whatsapp but while we're on air to 0833 96 96 96 always happy with your suggestions and in fact if you're uh, heading down to Cove perhaps and uh, today or tomorrow or the next couple of weeks the Sirius Arts Centre in Cove beautiful place down by the sea of course it's also hosting an exhibition of works by the late Brian Doherty lots of people would know him as Patrick Ireland really and he has a very special connection with Sirius because about 25 years ago when he was back and forth from New York for a residency in Cove he covered the walls of the Sirius Arts Centre from floor to ceiling in these huge abstract murals incorporating um, I suppose inspiration taken from Ohm writing and for about 20 years these works were hidden on the walls because they weren't painted over but they were covered up at the end of that with um, kind of liner paper and it was a really um, very 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 careful operation to take them all off I remember back it was about maybe 2017 2018 we uh, had big excitement on the show about the uncovering of those works and all that sort of thing so there's an exhibition in Sirius at the moment. It's called Reading Time and it incorporates a selection of his drawings and prints and sculptures and installations borrowed, in fact, now from museums and private collections. And there's only about another two weeks left in that. So if you're down in Cove, by the water, heading along the bandstand, licking your 99, don't carry the 99 into the art gallery. <laughs> but it's well worth, well worth dropping in. Okay. Meanwhile, if you want to kind of head back towards the city go over the bridge from the Opera House and head into the Cork Arts Theatre on Tuesday night right through to Friday night and even Saturday afternoon. A play coming from the Dublin Fringe Festival, which has gone on to do a little bit of a mini tour, has finally come to Cork. It's called Oh Brother. It's written by Callum Maxwell, starring and performed Callum Maxwell and Rory Lenehan. And I spoke to Callum during the week about this production which has done very well in reviews. For instance, Emer O'Kelly, who's a hard person to please, called it a terrific play. Another review said that the audience is treated to comedy, pathos and everything in between. To find out more about everything in between, I spoke to Callum. 
Callum, I'm not going to talk about the weather, but it's gorgeous at the moment. And what's even better is you're coming to Cork. Yes, I am indeed. And it's been a bit of a rave hit in the Fringe Festival as well. And you're coming to Cork with a show called Oh Brother, which you wrote. And I love the idea behind it. <laughs> yeah, we're happy. Yeah, we cannot wait. So we started off in Dublin Fringe there last yeah. September, which we're kind of very lucky to get into. It is the story of two brothers, uh, Matthew and Michael. And it's kind of, uh, it explores themes of adoption and family and sibling relationships and also just pure all awkwardness at the same time <laughs> it's just these two lads who were separated one of them was born first and then taken by the church because his parents weren't married and then okay. his mother goes on to have a second boy yeah. and then they go about meeting each other and just the the idea of that and how things can seem perfect until the person's smack bow in your face then and you're kind of have to have to kind of deal with 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 the reality of having a sibling Okay. Never having had one before. Right. So it is a comedy, but also has some moments of, of kind of serious oh, in there yeah. too. I just kind of really wanted to explore the lens of adoption, but from a, a different kind of angle, because we kind of tend to see it in a lot of older people, but there still are young people who are yeah. who are experiencing this kind of stuff at the same time too. And also, it's kind of hard to find a family that hasn't been affected in some regard yeah. by the whole thing. Yeah, so we started off in Fringe, and then we had a, a great uh, run in Beauty's Cafe Theatre on Grafton Street. Wow. And then we just finished up a run in the Viking Theatre in Clontarf as well and where better to come next than the beautiful yeah. city of Cork oh yeah well well, you love it about the Cork Arts Theatre it's a gorgeous little studio theatre and good intimate space as well as the audience comes in now I'll just hit you with a very specific question they sit down the lights go down what happens next? Yeah, so you get thrown into the style of the piece, which is broken between conversational theatre and also versic mantra sections, as we call them in the show. Yeah. We see each brother's story, we see where they come from, and then we see the lead up of the expectation versus the reality, and then we see the meeting, and then ah. we see what happens after that. So Brilliant. we kind of get thrown right into the story. <laughs> well, I look forward to throwing myself into the story as well as you come to the Cork Arts Theatre this week, Tuesday right through to Saturday, isn't that right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Tuesday to Friday at oh. 8 o'clock, obviously, in the, in the Court Arts Theatre. And then we have a lovely matinee at half two on the Saturday as well. Brilliant, brilliant. Something for everyone. <laughs> Just finally, Callum, being the writer of the whole piece yourself, where did the idea come from? So I think we all kind of like see those see those documentaries on telly about these long lost family stories. And we were the same. Obviously, we see them all the time on RT mm. or wherever else. And then something similar, not this exact story, but something happened in my family where we found out we had really close relations that we never knew were there. And then I became obsessed with the idea and started watching all those television shows and became wow. obsessed with those things <laughs> and then I just started writing my director Lee Coffey who was obviously a much more well-known playwright than I he um, he really helped me out in terms Great. of trying to find where the actual story was and what was most interesting as well for a show yeah. as opposed to what, what was happened in real life as well <laughs> Well he kind of translated it for the theatre in a way I suppose He sure did He yeah. sure did I owe my last, so I do. It seems to have worked. You've done very well. You've got rave reviews in the, the Fringe Festival. We had a great old time in Fringe and the whole team in Fringe were, were so helpful and kind, but it was kind of, I can kind of feel like a jump getting into Fringe at times because mm. it can be a hard a hard hurdle to clear, but mm. once you're in, they treat you like family. In our run in Smock Alley Theatre, then we had great reviews and we're so happy with them. I'm very lucky to get them as well, to get people in to see it. And that's also really helped. We had good reviews from some some critics that can be quite um, divisive. Yeah. We're delighted with ourselves. <laughs> Well done. So you passed a critical test, but people will be a lot more sympathetic towards you naturally because it's a night out for them. But you have to remind people that they will laugh as well as think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. It's, it's like 
it's a it's it's a big story but told through a human lens so it's kind of more kind of more so about the awkwardness of two brothers who two two only siblings who never had to share having to share suddenly and very quickly <laughs> like what happens when when those two are faced with each other very very very, very last minute <laughs> thanks for sharing <laughs> thank you so much for having chat thank you appreciate it now that's bookable at corkartstheatre.com just look up oh brother Written by Callum Maxwell, coming to the Cork Arts Theatre this week, Tuesday to Friday, and matinee Saturday. Oh, brother. The road is long
What a great song. That is the Hollies there. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. And oh, brother, coming to the Cork Arts Theatre this week. Hi to Deirdre, who texted in this morning and she says, Morning, Elmarie. Could you please advertise an upcoming theatrical performance that's taking place in two weeks' time on the Sheep's Head Peninsula? Bloody Yesterday is what it's called. And it's a play by one of Ireland's top playwrights. It'll take place in Gortnalassa Old Schoolhouse about 15 minutes from Bantry at 8 o'clock on that day. It's a unique setting and a one-time opportunity to see such a highly acclaimed production that'll go from the sheep's head to the bright lights of New York. Tickets are limited, so the last ones remaining are up for grabs. They're €25 each and they can be phoned or booked, rather, by... uh, I suppose the easiest thing actually right now was for me to just tell you and direct you to uh, the Facebook page for Gertalassa Old Schoolhouse because there's a gorgeous report there on the play and everything that's happening with the old schoolhouse and the ongoing renovation that's actually happening there and it looks amazing. So dear, I'm going to follow up on that in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, but in the meantime, if you are in West Cork and within that perimeter, um, then definitely check out the Facebook page for Gertalassa Old Schoolhouse. We'll be back after these. Quartz 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Planted, picked and produced in Cork. Griffin's Potatoes, the great taste of home. Well, Foyter Ashkadine and Clower, Elmer Yogas Connor, Live Gadina De Achlog, Ermadin. Well, her intact and Visa Fakent, her failing a blahana o Chelsea, Augustin Derishak and Shaw, Tough failing a Gordine Free Lawn, Hyoil and Mallow, and Tacht and Shahuing, Began Steam Rally in Inishanoin Lane, Isanig Shin, Began Klihila Doige, Wimbledon at so, Kintade, Ta on Saura Boiltilling, Ta Ihenta Untacha, Amach Rowings and Marquis, Be Cork Show, Eg Tacht Galua, Isn't a fail to Saura Galair, Timpel and Hunde, Vis Erbish, Elev, and the man so shield the Kupla Lahin, Gome Claire Sands, Eg Shenemus Ekana, Eg Glastonbury. Im Lena, lads, bula boss morde, like we like Irish a gal lay, hop a yard, lads. Ta glunder cree arum de. Now we as a smine of here he freshen in nay is skull mar egg and failus canine fastnet. Do side sheed auron di le hike fishon via hoss a hashbind doing sinus thon and counter round the sheed le hike piece of free upper screen Ireland na umtach vebio so shinnan track a stomid lesh inish.
I'm telling you now, she is going to have them rocking on the acoustic stage on the Saturday at Glastonbury. So thrilled for her to be included in that lineup. It's going to be amazing. Right then, Connor. Okay, I've got big Bula Boss as well. A huge congratulations to Madeleine Darcy Lane, whose book Liberty Terrace has been chosen as the next One City, One Book for Cork. And it gets its launch celebration this afternoon in the Friary. Now, if you don't know where the Friary is, well, Elmery, where is it? It's on the bottom of the bottom of Shandon Street. Oh. Yeah, right there at the Northgate Bridge. Yeah, yeah. So that's where Madeline, of course, co-hosts the hugely popular Fiction at the Friary events as well. And that's at half past three this afternoon. Now, if this weather makes you want to kick back with a cool glass and some even cooler jazz, well then, you cool cats, Harry Connolly and David John Murphy are playing at the Blarney Castle Hotel tonight at half past nine. Uh, I also see in gigs uh, as well happening today, Murinik Olive. Oh my God, I'm in love with her voice too. She's playing Connolly's of Lep this evening from six o'clock. Uh, we have a load of different things I see coming up. Mm. For example, The Greatest Showman are having a movie sing-along event on the 10th of June. It's being brought to you by Marguerite O'Connor, frequent guest on the show here in Starlight Entertainment. They've run those events lots of times before, so that's going to be on in the PAV on Kerry's Lane. And tickets for The Greatest Showman sing-along on the 10th of June are on Eventbrite. Okay, quick break, back after news. Quartz 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Planted, picked and produced in Cork. Griffin's Potatoes, the great taste of home.